Hello, hello, hello. This is the Vanilla JavaScript Podcast. I'm Chris Ferdinandi. Thanks so much for joining me. Today, I'm talking about serverless, what it is and why it's awesome. Let's dig in. So serverless is a terrible name for an awesome thing. It's mostly just a silly marketing term for functions as a service. With serverless, you don't have to worry about the server itself. You write some code and add it to your account, and then you can make that code run in response to specific events, such as calling an API endpoint. There is still a server involved, despite the name. A few important under-the-hood details about serverless are worth noting, though. Uh, so first, different vendors support different languages. Options include PHP, Node.js, Python, Ruby, and even vanilla JS. Some vendors even support multiple languages, which allows you to mix and match them as desired. Second, serverless functions only run when needed. With traditional cloud-based server options, the server or virtual machine are always running. You pay a fixed amount for a fixed amount of memory, storage, CPUs, and data transfer, whether you use it all or not. With serverless, a machine is spun up whenever a function is triggered and shut down when it's done. The vendor handles provisioning, scaling, and so on, and you only pay for the amount of server resources used. Many vendors even have a free option. Third, serverless functions are stateless. You can't update a variable or value when a function runs and then access that modified value next time it runs. Because the server is spun up, runs the function, and then shuts down, any session data is lost each time it runs. Fortunately, though, many serverless vendors offer database services. While the serverless functions themselves are stateless, you can use serverless databases um, in your serverless functions. And this allows you to save data when the function runs and then retrieve that data later. So why the hell is it called serverless if there are servers involved? Primarily marketing nonsense, honestly. Serverless is supposed to describe your experience with the servers, which is candidly that you don't have to think about them at all. And instead, you can focus on the code that you want to run and the tasks that you're trying to accomplish. With traditional cloud services, even managed ones, you still have to make choices around how much memory, storage, and bandwidth you need and when to increase or decrease that. Serverless handles all of that stuff automatically for you. Anyways, that's it for today. Um, if you want to finally master JavaScript, head over to vanillajsguides.com. I actually have a pocket guide and video course on serverless that digs way deeper into this, including setting up serverless functions and building your own APIs. Um, as a listener of the show, you can take 30% off with the code podcast at checkout. See you next time. Cheers.